0: it or not but you're the first one (laughs) yeah I think I I figured why not right yeah um, I didn't know I was like she's either picking to go first because she just wants to get it over with (laughs) or she's really excited (laughs) um yeah I'm just a little nervous because
1: I don't know just recording so it's kind of like you know what I'll get
0: it over with uh yeah um it is a little nerve-wracking and I like what you had asked like is this can I be honest I don't really know what I can and can't say and yes you can you can just be yourself and be honest and hopefully it just feels like a conversation and you forget that we're even um recording it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um so did you get the questions the list of questions that I had sent you? I did. Okay, um, so hopefully you won't feel like caught off guard or bamboozled in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try my very hardest to stick to the script um, okay. uh, just so we both can feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start off by just telling uh, a little bit about yourself like what grade you're in, what you what sports you play, where you fall in your family your oldest, uh, youngest, whatever. I know you have a younger mm-hmm. sister, so I know you're not the youngest. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll just give a few details about um, who you are? Okay. I'm Carolyn Zemprook, and I'm a senior
1: at Marvin Ridge. I have two younger sisters, and one of them is in high school now, and one is in middle school. I play for the varsity lacrosse team, and in the summer, I like to do my swim team in the neighborhood. I love to go hiking and do fun things with my friends and outdoors things. But I also like, you know, staying in and watching Netflix from time to time.
0: Yeah. um, Oh, yeah. Keep going.
1: And I I work at Lifetime Fitness. Well, usually.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't know you had a job. You have a job on top of everything else that you do. Yeah, I've had it for
1: it'll be about two years next month
0: (laughs) that's crazy what do you do at the fitness studio I'm a birthday party host
1: so I help you know set up birthday parties and do activities with the kids
0: oh my god that sounds so fun (laughs) yeah I really enjoy it what I am intrigued what kind of like parties what kind of party do you have at a fitness center like I'm I'm ignorant ignorant I do not know Um, so we have
1: a outdoor and indoor pool, so we'll do swimming parties. We also have a bounce house that we can blow up so we can do bounce house parties with gym games. And then there's also a tumbling studio that we do tumbling parties at.
0: Dang, Mm -hmm. that's, that actually sounds really fun. I want to have, I want to have a tumbling party. Do they let 31 year olds do that? (laughs) I'm not sure, but (laughs) you can look into it. You never know. Yeah. Um, so you're the oldest of mm-hmm. uh, you said three girls. Two. Oh, wait, two. three girls total. There's, I have two three younger girls sisters. Total. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what is being the oldest like? Um, you're the, you're the guinea pig for a lot of things, <laughs> but
1: you know, then it means I don't get hand me downs. So I guess there's pros and cons. <laughs>
0: Well, if you're a guinea pig, I think your parents must be fantastic because, Carolyn, you're fantastic. Um, just <laughs> yeah. like a great – you have a great heart and um, I I just think the world of you. Oh,
1: thank so, you.
0: You're welcome. So – Let's uh, talk about what brings us here today. Mm-hmm. I started this podcast because I just felt the need for us to have more conversation around everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, our worlds are just changing every day, and everything just seems so crazy and uncertain. Um, and I just wanted students to have an outlet to talk about it. And then if maybe they weren't ready to talk about it, they could listen to how their peers are feeling and maybe they will feel less alone. Mm -hmm. Because I think right now it's easy to feel isolated and alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I love that you agreed to do this. I love that you're a senior. I can't tell you how many people probably look up to you. You just have no idea. Um, I don't know if you remember what it was like to be like a freshman or sophomore and to look at the seniors.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, they were all pretty intimidating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so you might be intimidating someone else, but there's definitely a bunch of people that look up to you. So um, I guess my first question is kind of like, how did you, how did you find out about coronavirus? Like, what was, like, what was your initial reaction when you had heard about it? So,
1: I first learned about it really through social media, and that was back in December when it was really only in China. So, I had heard about it, but it really wasn't a big deal at the time. You know, it obviously wasn't in the U.S. yet, and it was just, it just seemed like some small little thing that was happening, and it didn't really affect the U.S. yet, so nobody was really worried about it. It was, it just not a joke, but it seemed, eh. you know, no big deal. Nothing yeah. really to get too worked up over.
0: It was far away. So it was kind mm-hmm. of out of sight, out of mind. It didn't affect yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So were you like surprised when all of a sudden it was here and it's like, okay, now we're going into a shelter at home situation. Like, to, I don't know about you, but for me, it felt like it all happened really fast, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure there are people who hadn't been keeping up from the beginning, like you have. It sounds like you were kind of um, knew about it from the get go. I don't know if everybody did. Um, so, how did you feel when kind of those mandates started going out and it was getting more serious?
1: Yeah, I was I was really surprised because again, my initial reaction and knowledge about it was that it was again kind of a not a joke but you know no big deal so I was like oh this is just gonna maybe come to the U.S. have a couple of cases no big deal it'll blow over and then like literally in a week we went from totally normal to completely shut down and I just yeah I couldn't believe it it was it was insane everything just one by one things shut down until now we're at our pretty much bare minimum of the essentials
0: yeah how did um like what did it look like in your family as things like quickly started to shut down yeah so
1: well my sisters and i obviously when school got shut down we have been just relaxing at home but my mom works from home so that much it hasn't changed so much on her end because she already worked from home in the first place so there wasn't that much of an adjustment and then as of now my dad he's doing essential work so he's still out working but the rest of us have just been was just doing nothing really at home so it's been really it has it hasn't been too different compared to most people just because my mom had already worked from home. So we already, we already know the rules, you know, no talking when she's on her work (laughs) calls and don't even go in the room, basically. Oh, that's hilarious. It's still, you know, we can't even, you can't go anywhere, do anything. Even you think, oh, maybe I'll go out to lunch, but you
0: can't. Yeah. So it sounds like in some ways, things are business as usual with your mom, mm-hmm. working from home, that's normal. You said your dad was essential. Do you mind sharing like what he does, mm-hmm. what makes him an essential person, and what it is like for him being out in the world and then coming back into the house, Like what, what that's like?
1: Yeah. So he's not your typical essential worker that you would think of, like a doctor or anything, but he owns a private preschool and childcare facility. So by staying open, he allows the people that have the essential jobs, he allows for their kids to go to his school so that they can still go to their jobs without having to worry about their kids, you know?
0: Oh, wow. That's that's awesome. So all the essential people who need childcare, they're kind of going where mm-hmm. your dad is set up. Yes. And are you guys worried at all about, you know, him being out and back with other people is are you doing anything at home differently for when he comes in and out of the house um i mean we're being more
1: clean in general you know wiping things down more often but the good thing is they have all these regulations with working with kids so all the kids have to be have certain health care measures taken certain little checkup right. things checking their temperature and all that stuff And then there's no contact pretty much with the parents. So everything's really cut down there. And he's usually working in a different part of the building by himself. So he doesn't have as much interaction with the kids as some of the teachers do.
0: Gotcha. Because he's more on the business side Mm -hmm. of things than the day-to-day. Gotcha. All right. Um, So you said that there's been a lot of like, lounging around, hanging out at home. Mm -hmm. What has it been like not being in school? Because what I know about you is you are a serious academic. Mm -hmm. Um, How many APs are you in? Like three? Yeah. I'm
1: in, (laughs) well, two right now, but I took AP physics first semester. So I'm studying for the AP exam for that one.
0: So I know that school is, you know, a high priority for you Mm -hmm. um, and you take it very seriously. So what has it been like not being in school? I mean,
1: the online school is a lot easier in terms of the workload compared to the physical school, but it's pretty much I, when I get up, I start doing my assignments that I have for the day, you know, a couple history questions, and it's just, it's a lot less work than regular school is, so, I don't know, it's just, it's not that hard in general, just because it's such a reduced amount of work.
0: But Do you feel I, like you're able to like stick to a, like a routine or a schedule? Is that important to you? Or are you just kinda like doing things as as you feel like you should?
1: Yeah, I guess I mean beyond, you know, getting my assignments done for the day, I just kinda do whatever I interests me in the moment, just because I know, you know, we've got a month and a half left and that's just minimum so I'm, you know maybe I'll try to go on a run or something try to do different little activities but usually I'll end up watching a couple episodes of a TV show every day
0: i think we're all watching more than a couple of episodes yeah. of tv and i think that's totally okay mm-hmm. um i i always joke that I love TV. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, people like to pretend that they don't like. It's like a, like you don't want to like expose how much TV you yeah. really want to really watch. Exactly. Um, so when you, I say you a always couple, put it It's a bit yeah. more than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I. This is before COVID nineteen. Like mm-hmm. I would always just be the one to admit, like. I really like TV. Like, I will go for a forty-five minute run and get my exercise, but you best believe, like, I have no shame in watching three hours of TV <laughs> yeah, after same that. Year. Um, so, I I think it's funny now that like we're all um, having a lot more screen time, and mm-hmm. I just I think that's fine. Um, what are you watching? I'm just curious.
1: Um, right now, I'm watching for the first time. I'm watching Criminal Minds. But uh, Ooh, I love Criminal Minds. Yeah, it's really good. But I usually, some of my favorites are Grey's Anatomy, The Office, Parks and Rec. Depending on the mood, you know, if I'm feeling like a, you know, murder type of show, then Criminal Minds. But if I want a good laugh, then I'll watch something lighthearted.
0: Yes, I'm the same way. I have... A TV show for every mood. Mm-hmm. I have books on tape for every mood. <laughs> I have Spotify playlists for every mood. Yep. My friend, a lot of my friends will make fun of me because I don't ever finish anything because it really just depends on what my mood is, and it'll take me eons to finish something. Um, <laughs> so I like all those shows. I'm a big Office Girl, big Parks and Rec fan. Mm-hmm. So you have good taste, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> Um, have you watched any of the Tiger King stuff yet? I
1: have been trying to not because <laughs> now my mom has already succumbed and has watched the whole thing and she's not a TV person. So I was oh, yeah? very shocked at that. <laughs> I'm just, I was saying it's crazy that Netflix has gotten to the point where they can put out this crazy show, but because everybody's so bored, we're watching it. You Absolutely. Know, who would watch? I don't know who would watch it like in a regular day. You know, you're gonna if you're picking between, you know, award winning Grey's Anatomy or this <laughs> tiger. I don't know what is it called, Tiger King or something. Yeah.
0: But I saw a really funny meme, and it's like a picture of the president and like someone's whispering in his ear, like, "What should we do?"
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he just says, "Release the tiger documentary." <laughs> That's I was good. Like, "Oh my gosh, that is that is gold!" Like, yeah, because that's, that's what we're all doing. They're like, "We need something to entertain the people. What do we do? Yeah, <laughs> Re- release that tiger documentary." <laughs> um. Well, props to you for holding out. I couldn't hold out. Um. I I'll thought it was fantastic. It. it was the best train wreck I've ever witnessed in my life. So. Um, you'll have to let me know if you end up watching it. I probably
1: will. I've seen so many memes about it now that I just feel like I'm missing out.
0: Yeah, I I can appreciate that feeling. All right. So one thing I did want to talk about just because we aren't in school and, you know, I can't imagine what it's like for you right now as a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just, one, I think I've said this a hundred times. I'm sure the seniors are sick of me saying it, but I love the class of 2020. When I first became a counselor and got my first counseling job, um, you guys were in seventh grade mm-hmm. and I joined your seventh grade, you guys in seventh grade as a counselor. And then I looped up to eighth grade and then I got from, you know to go to the high school. And so I feel like I've been with y'all since you're on 12 (laughs) Mm -hmm. and most of you are turning 18. So that's a long time. And uh, you guys are just really special to me. Um, and you're kind of my first class that I've seen all the way through. Um, and so I've been just looking forward to senior year selfishly, um, to celebrate with you guys. So I can't imagine actually being a senior, um, and getting to that point and, knowing that all those fun things are on the horizon and then all of a sudden like waking up and just being told, Hey, no more school. Remember all those things. We're not going to do them or they're on pause right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I know I cried on Friday. I haven't cried yet. And on Friday I cried like half the day cause I was just sad. I was like, I miss them. I have no idea what, you know, graduation's going to look like. I don't know if I get to shake their hands. And that's something that I've been dreaming of doing for a long time. So I just, I had a moment on Friday and it's okay. We all have our moments, um, but I just cried. So I just wanted to see, um, am I being dramatic (laughs) or like, how are you guys feeling? The actual seniors, not someone who works with them, but someone who actually is in this situation. Like, what are you, what losses are you grieving? Like, how are you dealing? With things. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty much everything is gone,
1: but I think for me, obviously it's the big events, you know, prom, graduation, senior banquet, but even, even the small little things like the color war and field day, things like that, that people, it's not usually the first thing that they think about, but just all the little senior activities that we had planned, we're not going to get yeah. to do any of those. And it's just... Second semester, senior year. That's what all throughout high school that they've been taught. They're like, oh, just wait till the end of senior year. That's the best yeah. part of the, your high school experience. Just wait till second semester. Wait till second second semester, and then we get there, and it's it's nothing. <laughs> but um, along with those, I think for me to personally and all the people in spring sports, especially, that's what really oh, yeah. hit me was my lacrosse season. We had two games and then I didn't even know it was my last game. And it's just... Oh, nice. Carolyn, that makes me so sad.
0: <laughs> it's
1: just, you know, usually during the season, our seniors, well, they'll have a full season and then they'll know when the last game is and everybody will be emotional. But we didn't know our last game was our last game. So it's just a normal game. Yeah. I, I don't know, maybe I would have tried harder or tried to make more shots or something. But then it's the rest of the season, the rest of the time with our team that we're missing, you know, practices, games. And then even I was really looking forward to the senior night. Because, oh, I love you
0: senior know, night.
1: Mm-hmm. Every year, you know, the seniors go out, they get that whole little, they get their minute of fame where they're being honored with the team and everybody's there. And I was talking to my friends and they were all going to come to the game. So... I was really looking forward to that. Even the senior banners that we all get, ours were only up for like three days and now they're taken uh, down. So
0: <laughs> they took just, them down.
1: Yeah. They took them down already.
0: Wow. I didn't realize they'd been taken down. That's like a knife in the heart.
1: Yeah. They were up for, <laughs> I mean, less than a week.
0: Ugh. yeah. I can't imagine. Um, playing a sport you've been playing lacrosse for how long
1: about eight years
0: yeah so and I don't know what your plans are for college but I mean I don't know if they involve playing lacrosse or not so uh, you know senior year is kind of like the pinnacle Mm -hmm. um and I'm sure you're probably knowing you were you a captain yeah I
1: I am or was I don't know which which term
0: (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? Um, so not only are you like taking the hit, the hits just keep coming, Mm -hmm. um, from not knowing it was going to be your last game to, uh, the banners being taken down after a week, you're also kind of expected to be a leader. Yeah. So what does that look like? Has anybody reached out to you or have you felt like, um, you need to say something to your team, or what have you guys been doing? I'm sure you're not completely, you know, disengaged from one another.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've, you know, texted a couple times with the team just saying how much we love and appreciate the team and all that we've worked for. Obviously, we wish the season was longer, but North Carolina High School Athletics Association was trying to say, oh, there's a chance that they could throw in a game or two, but. Honestly, I don't have too high hopes for that. So I've, yeah. I've kind of accepted it. But I'm hoping that maybe if this is you know COVID nineteen's all kind of wrapped up in a sense, we'll at least be able to have a final team party and a yeah. little get together before we all go off to college.
0: Yeah, I think um, there will be a lot of celebration. Yeah. Um, It won't be, you know, in real time and it won't be the way that you have been dreaming of. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I really believe that people are going to want to make it up to you guys. I know I already am trying to think of ways I could make it up to you guys. Um, So hopefully it's just delayed those celebrations. Um, Yeah. Well, I, um, have you talked? to any other athletes or any other seniors who may be feeling the way you're feeling?
1: Yeah. I mean, pretty much all the lacrosse team, we all obviously have been close. We all pretty much feel the same way, but you know, it's different for seniors just because you're not going to play on that field again. And so some of the other grades, they try and I'm not bashing on them, but they're trying to say, Oh, you know, well, we have it rough, you know, Oh, I'm missing my Mm. freshman experience. Well, you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: at least you've got another three years <laughs> the seniors yeah. were and again it's because this was so last minute like just COVID-19 popped up and bam shut everything down if we had known about it at least there'd be some time to plan ahead but it was everything was just kind of spur of the moment and it's yeah, all Yeah felt
0: like it felt like everything just came to a grinding halt mm-hmm. and I know for me, it just kind of felt like one hit after the other. It was like, okay, this and then this. <laughs> it just felt like, um, yeah. And that's kind of the definition of grief. Um, I think it'd be really easy to say there's bigger problems in the world. And, you know, me losing my senior uh, season isn't as bad as someone who's maybe suffering in the hospital Mm -hmm. or a doctor or nurse that hasn't been able to sit down in 48 hours because they're helping. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's layers to, to things. And it'd be easy to say that this isn't a big deal, but that's just not the truth and loss is loss and it's not a contest. And Mm -hmm. um, I think this loss is, is a great one. And it's one that you're going to have to grieve and it might be something that you grieve for a while and that's okay. Um, Yeah. And like, I hope that people haven't made you feel bad about it um, or made you like force you to look on the bright side of things because it's okay if, if it doesn't feel like bright and happy right now.
1: Yeah. I think that's what, I mean the good news is well, most of the people I talk to are usually other high school seniors and my friends, but on social media and stuff it's people are really trying to make it a competition saying oh you shouldn't feel bad that you're missing prom because there are people suffering and obviously i understand that and i feel bad for them but everybody has a right to feel upset when things are being taken away and changed and that's just that's what i get upset about is people that try to downplay our situation just say well it's not as bad as this, or it could be worse. I mean, that's true for anything. Yes. Anything could be worse than something else, but we're all upset about it.
0: Yeah. Your, your feelings are valid. Um, and I, I would just try your best to rem- remind yourself of that when people are being, um, ugly or not taking how you're feeling seriously, because that's just, you're completely right. Um, It's not a contest and we don't need to be saying one is worse than the other because grief is grief. um, And we all move through it differently. For some people, it takes longer than others to get to a place of acceptance. Um, But yeah, thank you for, thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm sure it wasn't the easiest thing to do. It's really brave to come out and say that it just sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what are some things that you're hoping for? Like when all this is said and done, like, I'm just curious, um, like how are you staying positive? Like, how are you finding hope at times like this? Like, I'm just, I'm just wondering those things. Mm
1: -hmm. I think the big thing that I'm doing is, well, I'm really hoping for graduation and things that are in, in the later ish months, you know, June, mid June, I think if this could all go away, that'd be something that I'm really hoping for. Cause I think it's a lot more reasonable to attain, but what a lot of my friends that are doing this kind of a way that we're staying hopeful is we've created, you know, a big bucket list of things that we're going to do over the summer. So, you know, mm-hmm. we're not, I'm really trying to not just have, you know, the regular summer, maybe work a little, do that. I'm going to make every single day of summer count and do something every day because, we've missed all of this time. You know, we can't even hang out with our friends just sitting at home. So we've worked and come up with all these ideas that we can do all this fun stuff over the summer and really just try to make up for the lost time.
0: I am obsessed with that. Can you like, give me a few examples? One, I love summer. It's my favorite <laughs> season. Um, and I can't stand when people waste their summers. When I literally cringe when students say they want to take a summer class. So sorry if you've ever come to me asking to take one, um, but <laughs> I am like, don't do that. Get outside. This is three hours of work a day. That's so boring. Like you only get so many summers, and you before like you have to step into the adult world, um, and they change forever. So I love the idea of like a really huge summer experience. So if you have some um, details, will you share some?
1: Yeah, I'll try to think of some of them off the top of my head. But um, well, one of my friends has a lake house, so I know we're definitely going to go up there and do jet skiing, maybe tubing, fun stuff like that. And then do all the fun little things around here, you know, the Whitewater Center, Lazy Five Ranch, all the... (laughs) crazy things that you don't usually think about just do fun stuff like that we'll make have a movie night do i don't even know tie-dye stuff like that oh you fun. Know, small things like that to bigger things like the whitewater center or carowinds or something
0: Yeah, I love all that. Just pretty much anything that requires you guys to be together Mm -hmm. and out, yep, (laughs) out and about. (laughs) Anything that
1: comes to mind, we pretty much put it on the list.
0: That's awesome. I'm going to remain hopeful that by summertime, everything is kind of um, not lessened. I don't really Mm -hmm. have a good word for it. It's less and we're able to get out and about and enjoy each other.
1: That's my that's what's keeping me hopeful is that this will all go away and I'll be able to do this fun stuff later.
0: Yeah, that this will all pass mm-hmm. and this is just temporary. Yeah. So, um, do you have any questions for me? I think you've answered all my questions. All um, I think? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, oh, one question I forgot to ask. What are you doing next school year? I I know that you applied to some really competitive schools. Um, you're engineering, mm-hmm. right? Yes. If I, c- I think you've applied like Virginia- – so that means like Virginia Tech, Georgia mm-hmm. Tech, NC State. Um, have you heard back? Have you decided anything?
1: Mm-hmm. I've heard back from
0: all of them and I got into all except for one. <laughs> but- <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Congratulations. You know, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's um, a really big deal.
1: I'm going to NC State for biomedical <sighs> engineering.
0: Oh, congratulations. Thank you. That is awesome. How um how did you choose NC State? Like what did, how did you make that decision?
1: Um I was lucky I was able to go to the admitted students day before everything got shut down. Okay. But I really so I'm I'm a very like analytical person in these terms. You know, I don't usually I, I knew I wouldn't be able to like step on a campus and know, have that feeling just because that's not really who I am. So
0: you're i are more of a thinker than a feeler. Yeah. Okay. So I just
1: thought, okay, NC State has all of these incredible opportunities. They've got the job fair, which is the second biggest in the country. And they really talked about how they can set you up for success in the future. They require internships or co-ops so you know that you're going to, by being forced to get an internship or co-op, that's only going to help you in the future and help with the job placement. Plus it's in Raleigh, which is, you know, in the, middle of the research triangle. And there's just, there's so many opportunities that are just going to be amazing. And it's, it's always been kind of been that school for me. It's always been really my top choice. And I think I was just mm-hmm. kind of lying to myself. I was thinking of other schools because NC State's, it's just got it all for me. And I'm, I'm pretty excited to go.
0: Yeah. I, I love NC State. Um, I'm more of a feeler than a thinker. Mm -hmm. So my experience with NC State is just the campus just seemed to feel really alive. I've been to like a couple football games. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you're going to have a blast there. And I'm not surprised one bit that you're, future thinking and you're not just thinking about like going to having fun at school. Yeah. You're already thinking about like which school is going to set me up um, for success in the future. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised one bit. And I think that's great that you've, everything that you were mm-hmm. looking for at NC State. And it's in our own backyard. It's exactly. Only, you get the instant tuition. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which you being the oldest, I'm sure your parents are very thankful for because <laughs> yep. they have two more coming up behind <laughs> you. Definitely. Um, do you already have like a, a roommate or is that too early?
1: Um, I don't have All one yet, step. but I'm on the Facebook pages and I'm talking to people right now. So it's in the process.
0: Yeah. That's so fun. That's so fun. I'm so excited for you. Um, congratulations again. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Um, so I think that's all of my questions and yeah. Oh, I did have one more. I had one more. Um, how long have you been at Marvin? Remind me, are you? Um, first um, grade. First grade.
1: Well, Marvin okay. Elementary. And then I went to Marvin Middle and Marvin
0: High. Marvin wow. So you've been around for a long time. Yes. Yeah. I was just curious. I thought about asking that because um, I know Ms. Cook in particular is really excited about the Ray viewers that she started with. Mm-hmm. So you weren't at Rayview, you were at Marvin Elementary. Yeah. But you've been around since in the area since first grade. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, really neat i always like to ask that because what i've learned is that nobody's really from marvin
1: (laughs) yeah i'm actually Um, oh i was i was born in florida and then we moved up to charlotte area and
0: came around here so (laughs) yeah that's the when i first got the job at marvin middle um I was raised with my grandparents. And so I told my grandfather, I was like, I got a job at, at Marvin Ridge. And he goes, like Marvin, North Carolina? I was like, yeah. Uh, Cause he lived in, uh, he lived right in Matthews. So he's familiar. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> he goes, there's nothing out there. It's just farming. It's just yeah. farmland. And I was like, not anymore. Yeah. And so Jeff, like 30 years ago, it really, didn't exist. So I'm always so curious, like how people ended up there. Um, and it's wild because most people say, oh, the school, um, attracted us like mm-hmm. the schools and, um, you know, it is close to the city. So I always want to ask because very rarely do I hear someone, um, is like local or native to mm-hmm. Charlotte or especially, uh, Union County. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Well, we're glad you're here <laughs> um, and that you've stayed. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much again. And I, um, I'll i let you know when this thing airs. Okay. All right. You have a good day, Carolyn. Do something fun. I'll try. <laughs> all right. Bye. All right, bye.